Woo Chow. Today's episode of the Woo Chow Chronicles podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings you the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer, child. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it. And you'll get an exclusive discount on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines, child. Listen, cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo code POD, that's P-O-D, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. Come on, baby. It don't get no easier than that. It's no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's P-O-D. POD. That's Stamp.com. Promo code POD. Never go to the post office again. Child, welcome back to another episode of the Wu Child Chronicles podcast. It's your girl Kiwana Kiss, and of course, I got my homies with me. What's up, Barack? What's going on? I'm happy to be back. Yes, it's the hat for me, baby. <laughs> Thank you, Sheen, Shine, Shane, whatever the designer is called. <laughs> on Twitter, they say it's she in. She in. She in. Oh, okay. I never even thought to pronounce it like that. I'm just always me like, it's that one website. That one website that can't nobody pronounce that you had to stuff that, that one. Right. That one. What's up, Carlston? What's happening? Welcome. Look at you with some lighting. Melanie hey, popping. <laughs> the garage wasn't a uh, good look, so I had to figure it out. But I'm yeah, I mean, we I'm understood. We All my listeners walk, understood. You know. <laughs> All my listeners understood the man cave. They was like, oh, so caution must be in his man cave because <laughs> it slowly got darker. Now it won't get right. Right. I saw them, I was like, man, I gotta, I gotta hurry up. You know, it's getting late. You know what I'm saying? Quality already bad. It's getting <laughs> going bad. The worst. It's good though, man. Appreciate y'all having me as always. As always, you are more than welcome to be here. And then we got a new voice. She ain't new to me, she new to y'all. 
Um, if you if you listen to our old podcast, Two Girls One Mike, I got Miss yes. LB so weeks in the field. Yeah. <laughs> I, have to, I have to get some. I have to get some feminine, feminine energy. energy. Yes. Yeah. Feminine energy. <laughs> I was like, what is happening? Like all these men talking crazy. Brock, I was like, Brock, about the only one with some sense. I don't understand. Come on, what the hell? Sprinkle some sweets up in there. <laughs> no, come on, sprinkle too early. Yes. So, sweets, tell early. the people a little bit about you so they can know who they listening to. Oh my God, I hate this question. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, um, I'm LB Sweet. Um, I am a, I guess, aspiring media personality. I know no shit inspiring about you. You are a media personality. I was about to say, like, I'm not. <clears throat> yeah, I'm a media personality. Period. I do um, podcasting, like, Two Girls, One Mic, Wu Chow. Um, <laughs> I design like logos and websites and stuff like that. So I'm kind of like a media professional. And yeah. Look at you using the left side of your brain because I can't design a logo for shit. I'll be on Canva like, (laughs) open up that. Okay, cut this. I'm like, no, Canva, no. Like, I don't know. I actually really love Canva. It's very um, user friendly, very beginner friendly. Like, Mm -hmm. the quality of the graphics and everything for it to be free is like outstanding. I love it. I I absolutely love it. Love Canva. Love it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So before we get into no this clue. relationship topic, and y'all know I love a good relationship topic, oh, I gotta know what's in y'all cup. Oh, okay. I need some. I need some. Oh, I what's have my douce, but now I need some more. I need some more. Him and his douce. Remember last time, y'all? We had to stop him from drinking a douce. We had to bring him down a little bit. Caution was acting up. I'm like, don't drink no more douce. Actually, him him a band douce from. That do say it's smooth though, so like it is. You just drink it. It is. It is definitely smooth. Uh, let me see. Sweet, what's in your cup? I feel like you. You said you was toning it down on this Sunday night. Yes, I'm drinking out of my wheelchair cup. Yes, water. <laughs> it's just water. Water. It's just water. <laughs> Brock, what about you? You toned down too? I'm also on the same page. I went way too hard last night. I need to yes. rehydrate. Yes. Get it back into my system. Get it back together. Yeah. I forgot so, what I was and uh, I left my deuce over there. So, oh, no, you have to come get to, your deuce. I had to go over I relocate. Like, man, I'm missing something. But nah. Missing something. I'm good. Though, I man. am drinking um, right now in this cup. I am drinking the last of a pre mixed margarita because it was just enough for me. And so I was like, why did we pour it in a cup? Um, and then once I finish that, I'll probably be drinking like a wine cooler or something because I feel like I need liquor right now, but I don't. It's just been a long day. I also had a long night. I got to hang out with some of my um, my son's friends' moms from like the basketball community and they are moving away. So they had like this big going away party. Tacos was bomb. But when I tell you they know how to fucking party, Man, okay, I had to leave. It was nine o'clock. I was like, I gotta go. Like, I gotta drop these kids off. Like, I don't understand. I what's went happening. to a wedding yesterday. It was packing. Open bar. Was 
Man. Ooh. Man. Uh, I love an open love wedding. Open. That makes me man. That'll make me man. every time. Again, food, food, food was on point. Man, the culture of different music. You know what I'm saying? It was a Mexican couple that used to work, mm. uh, used to work oh, for us. I know so. that shit was lit. That shit was lit. But I got Thorn was playing. <clears throat> When I, <laughs> when I say that was the shortest, like the wedding literally lasted five minutes. She walked down. She didn't. She didn't walk down the whole out the whole song. But she walked down the song for like ten seconds. The, the wedding literally, the ceremony took like seven minutes. After that, it was, it was like they're ready to party. Like that's literally how it went. It was, it was, it was a decent like ceremony. Man. I definitely right, I don't see the problem with it. Right. <laughs> well, speaking of weddings and love and all that jazz, let's get into <clears throat> this relationship topic. But I'm y'all know I love oh. me a good Twitter topic, child. So this one is from Twitter. Oh Lord, I already know they're going on. You know Twitter. I love, <laughs> I love Twitter. Twitter is, look, I love Twitter. I miss my Twitter, man. I need my Twitter back, man. You we need to, to free my password. Twitter, man. We need you to just need to figure out the password. That's the password. I didn't email to look, I didn't try, but it's not working. You can create a whole new you could create a whole new account, bro. It ain't like Facebook. I'm trying to I tried a whole new Twitter account and it was whack. I want the one. I want my question now on one back. Yeah, that's that old school Twitter. I need I need that. I need that. I need that. Okay. Well, on Twitter, they said, she said, at work, the white girls are usually married by 25-ish. A black woman, whereas black women are pushing 30 or 30 plus, still trying to tie down a monogamous relationship. I don't know if this is a cultural thing, but it's a problem. So first, I'm going to get y'all opinions on this. Oh, not Kyle kept drinking. <laughs> Oh my God. Okay. I'm going to start with, mm, I'm going to start with you, Brock. Woo. Yes. Uh, okay. This is just from my point of view. I, this may not be true. This is just, you know, what I see <coughs> on a day to day basis if I'm working in a, a particular company. For me, black women are very much about their own business, trying to do their own shit and be about their own time and money. So they're not really messing with other dudes. Now, the white girls that I know, um, they want to get into relationships early because, like, the whole marriage and kids and the white picket fence fantasy is very um, appealing to them. Um, so that's just my opinion about as far as, like, them, like, white girls and black girls mm -hmm. getting into relationships. Um, I just think culturally, um, like, for white people, it's just more of, like, uh, you need that, like, uh, nuclear family. The wife, the husband, the two kids, and the dog. I got you. Well, I don't feel like black women nowadays have that mindset. And I think that's awesome because, like, be about yourself, be about your business and your money. Hmm. So that's just what I've noticed. I'm going to come to Sweets last. I'm going to come to Sweets last. Remember I told you we got, we got chemistry. We got history. All of the fucking subjects at the school. But I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm going to go with caution. How do you feel about what what was stated? There's elements of truth. Elements like of truth. black black women black, have a black different women. strength than uh our Caucasian counterparts, I guess, for lack of better words, because in most situations you're forced to be that strength. So the ideal white picket fence is not really a reality. It's more mm. like a fan it's more or less of a fantasy that you don't think is gonna happen. So to prevent yourself from being frustrated with that type of fantasy. 
you just black and say, oh, this is a fantasy. Let me, let's be real, girl. That's never going to happen. So let's, let's, let me be the strong black woman that I can be. And that mm. leads into, that leads into missing the opportunity to let your guard down, to let somebody in. And that usually happens later, later in your, you know, as I've seen, 30s. That's usually the time frame. It's, a, it's an accurate statement. And it's like, I am, uh, at that point, I saw a post like, and it was all a joke, but a man really wants stability. And it's not really there in some aspects. So, you know, like as Brock stated, though, know, it's about the, the whole, you know, I got to be strong. I got to, I have to be independent type. But is that what a man really wants? You know what I'm saying? Mm. A man That's really, interesting. A man really wants someone that can, like, you know, you could be strong and be there when I'm not there, but you want me to lead and you want me to be a man and lead, that's what I have to do. That's what that's what a, a man should do. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? But and sometimes that I'm not gonna say it's not taken away, it's severely undercut when it comes to some black women. Mm. Okay. Sweets. Okay. I'm gonna ask to repeat the question. Okay. So go ahead. You want me to repeat the the Twitter? Reference? Not the whole tr- well. Yes, go ahead. Okay. Okay. At work, the white girls are usually married, are usually always married by 25-ish. And black women are pushing 30 or 30 plus still trying to tie down a monogamous relationship. I don't know if it's a cultural thing, but it's a problem. And so, like, what are your thoughts on that statement? So, in both of, in Brock and Caution's statement, Y'all both went into like why the woman isn't or kind of like reasoning behind why the woman isn't married when the woman isn't the person who's supposed to be proposing is the man. So it's kind of like women aren't married by 30 because they weren't proposed to. They are they like, why aren't our men proposing to the woman? Um, And for me, it's kind of just like, when you think of Caucasian households, yes, it's that whole white picket fence thing. African-American households, we don't necessarily have a high rate of seeing two-parent households, seeing growing up, seeing marriages and stuff like that. And our men aren't being taught to marry a woman, right? Mm. You're not necessarily being taught to be husbands. So while you have the... True. You know, the opposite, you have, you know, white people or whatever, they're real being on keeping wealth within the family, marrying by this age, religious views and things like that, where they're getting married young and that's they're forced to arrange marriages and all that. We don't have that type of culture. So for me, that's kind of like the reason why black women aren't married that young, because for one, our black men are proposing that young. And if they are, there's a small ratio of them. And then they're getting divorced by 30. Mm. because who wants to get married that young you're not Mm. wise enough to get married that young so i will say this much and i don't mean to cut you off Mm -hmm. white girls are usually married by 25 ish they are typically divorced by 35 ish so it's like 50 percent of marriages end in divorce and if we ain't getting married who getting divorced right it's just like it is what it is um for me I agree with what we said. We we're not proposing to each other, so it's like I'm not proposing. 
I'm not proposing to any man. If any man ever thought uh, he was gonna get me to propose, that you go ahead and go to hell with gasoline draws because I ain't doing it. Soft to you. I, I just don't even oh, understand. I, I, I fully suit that ministry on that one. It's not no. happening. It's not uh, happening. But I'm gonna touch on what uh, Caution said. I'll be down. <laughs> okay, but what Caution said, he also made a good point too. Caution and Brock both said this too. Black women are typically, first of all, we. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know a whole bunch of people in my life that was married close to 30 or almost 30. And I just don't feel like they were ready. You know what I'm saying? And now they're well into their 30s and they're having issues, not necessarily marital issues, but issues with self, issue with understanding who they are because they lost who they were in that process. Those core so years. At 25, let's just be honest and go through like my, my life. I had my son at 20. I was engaged when I had my son, but I wasn't married when I had my son. I actually ended up, like, we ended up calling off the engagement and everything because we weren't ready. We were way too young. <laughs> so had I married this man at 19, 20 years old, I would have been divorced at 25 because that just not that was not the person I was supposed to be with. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And so um, for who, whom's person is that tweeted that the last part of it said, I don't know if this is a cultural thing, but it's a problem. My thing is, is it really a problem? Yes, I didn't you know see it I mean? as a problem. I see it as a problem. Okay. The thing with like, oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, because every, <laughs> well, I have two coworkers who were married in their 20s and um, both men and they are older and well in their 30s or so now. And they both was just like, no, I sh like getting married that young is not a good idea. Um, because you have so much about yourself, like Kibana was saying, you have so much about yourself that you have to figure out. And so by the time you're done growing into half of the person you're supposed to be, you're not compatible with that person. Right. Like, <laughs> so it's not a problem. It's actually a problem that people feel like they should get, they should get married that young. I um, agree. That's ultimately the problem. So Brock, what, what were you going to say? I've just noticed like, you know, <clears throat> Because I'm on both sides of the fence. I've seen, I've raised black and raised white. Um, a lot of the white people that I've come across in my whole entire life, the fantasy of getting married is instilled with them from a very early age. Girls mm. think about getting married like when they're kids. They want that Prince Charming fantasy. It's a milestone in their life. You know, they got the 16th birthday, the, you know, you go to college, you get married, you have kids, and then that's life for them. Like, cause that's instilled in them. With black people, that's not, uh, it's just not a part of the culture. Like, a part of the culture yeah. is like, get your priorities straight and survive. Like worry yeah. about the rest of that shit later. Like mm -hmm. worry about it when you get to. But I for white too, people, it's very early on for them. Yeah. And then too, what I've noticed, and I, I'm not sure about all of you, and you all can and chime in on this portion of it. I have, in my entire life, I've had <laughs> two married couples I felt like I can really look up to. Both were like very elderly couples. Like my grandparents are still together. I love them dearly. They argue like old married couples because they are <laughs> old married couples. Amen. However, I have a, a cousin, a great cousin technically, uh, whatever you call it, second cousin. I don't know. She old as hell. But anyway, they was married. <laughs> they was never legally married. They never legally married. But she was with... No, that's my auntie. She was with my uncle for 30-something years. They never physically married. All her kids by him. They lived in the same house. They've always been together. 
I've never known him to be with anybody but her. And so I think that's a lot of it too. Like there's a lot of black people who've just been together forever and they're just not married. They're not legally married. And so what is that called? There's it's called something. It's a common law marriage. Common oh, okay. law marriage. It's not recognized in Illinois. Um, it's only recognized in some states, so that's the other thing about it. So it's just like like my uncle passed away. We had to write a petition. We had to do so many things just for her to be able to get widow benefits because she wasn't legally married to him. So it was very difficult to prove like, no, they weren't legally married, but they've been together their entire life. Like give her the damn money. It was just like a whole situation. Um, and so I don't know if that's how it operates in, or have you all seen it operate like that? Um, I have an aunt that the same thing. She's just been with the same man for good 40 years. He just recently passed away as well. Um, mm -hmm. And it was the same thing where it was like mm -hmm. common law marriage. They just, they never needed the certificate because their relationship was solidified enough. Like, yeah. It's again, like with white people, that's a whole milestone. They want that. They want to sign the papers. They want to, you know, get everything in writing. Cause I don't know who brought up the, the uh, keeping the wealth within the family. Um, that's mm -hmm. just another yeah, thing that they yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. So, Kasha, you are our married uh, spokesperson of the day. Absolutely. How can I service you for fine people this evening? Right. And, and my so expertise. You, Two years, though, man. Two years, though. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. Congrats. Two years, though. Shout out to that. So, would you have not married her and just stayed with her forever? Or did you feel like marriage was necessary? I mean... I had a I have a different viewpoint as we expressed before and in the previous episode as far as marriage goes. Like my parents been married forty plus years. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I recently asked my pops the other day. I'm like, man, like I'm not asking you father to son. I'm asking you black married man and black married man. I I'm asking them like various questions, and he's telling me I'm telling you not as a father. I'm telling you as another black man X Y Z. And you know some questions. You know, so went on par for him being my dad. I respect the responses. But, you know, I have a whole different viewpoint. You know what I'm saying? Like, what I did, you know, in my, in my premarital days, you know, they hate, you know. But I always saw my, my pop. I've never seen my pop step out of my mom. Never seen it. Never mm -hmm. seen him cuss her out. Never seen it. I've never, I've actually, I'm, I'm the 1%. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I have a whole different perspective now. Keep in mind, like, you know, life takes you different places. I didn't get to the, to the, you know, they didn't, my parents been together since, you know, like college, mm. you know, they met in college, been together ever since. So, you know, I, I, I didn't have that experience, you know what I'm saying? You know, I met my wife at work. So, yeah. but at the same time, but that, 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 all that to talk around is it was there for me. So it wasn't a hard decision. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it wasn't a, but at the same time, there's a, there's a flaw that that's not addressed sometimes. A lot of women, not just black women, even just uh, women in this generation, feel a wife is entitled. Nah, that's not entitled. <laughs> I, I deserve this. I, no, because <laughs> uh -uh. you know, in in reality, a man that finds stability and a wife finds a good thing, he'll settle down no matter what. No matter how wild he is, that's so true. Then the entitlement is where the disconnect comes apart. 
You know what I'm saying? A lot of men are stubborn. This, these a lot of these men out here be, be wilding. You know, I'm not, I'm not I'm not perfect by no means in imagination. I've been perfect, but I always say, hey, if I find stability, I'm gone. Anybody I think else? that. Go ahead, sweets. Go ahead, go ahead. interject, that, please. Um, how do you know what stability is at like 25, 26? You don't. You don't. You don't. You don't. I, I'm. Yeah, I'm 36. I married. I got you know married two years ago. You don't know that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, there's no way that there's... My level of maturity is nowhere it was when I was 26. You know what I'm saying? Like, this, not even remotely close. Like, it's probably people looking at that right now like, you married? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, you know, it's like, come on, like, but for real. Like, just... But you go, you go through those times. Like, you... Eventually, uh, as a man, you sit down like, yo. Listen. Some men don't get to this... Go ahead, go ahead. Listen, Kasha knew me back in my wild days. Ain't no way in hell I was ready to be anybody's wife at 20 anything. Okay? I met my current boyfriend when I was, I had, oh shit, I was 26 when I met him. Um, We weren't dating or anything at that time, but I was 26 years old when I met him. I'm 32 now. That person that I was at 26, I am not that girl. I look back at that stuff and be cracking up like, oh, you was crazy. You was thinking crazy. You was living crazy. And I'm glad you finally settled your life down. But to answer your question, Thoughts. right, it's just like, it, just, it didn't make sense. But to answer Sweet's question, was like, do you know what stability is at 25? Hell no. At 25, stability for me was I paid my car note on time for once in a row. Like, I'm winning. Like, you know what I'm gold, saying? Like, gold star for you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that was stability. Stability now for me looks completely different. Stability really is different. Man, stability for me is being able to know when I call him, he gonna answer. If I need something, he gonna come through. Like, that's, that's stability for me. If something's going on with my kid, I know if I call him, he gonna talk me through it. Like, the teacher called me the other day. And I was like, I don't know what the fuck she's trying to tell me because this shit sounds stupid and he ain't do nothing wrong. And he was like, well, she just trying to tell you X, Y, Z. I was like, oh, why she ain't say that? Like, <laughs> that's not what she said at all. She said some whole other shit that just didn't matter to me. But like, but that's you've grown. But you've grown. You might have reacted like that six years ago. You've learned yeah. shit out. You know what? Maybe, maybe this, you know what? Maybe, damn it, he might be right this time. He, oh, you know, no. I might, you know what I'm saying? He might Maybe when he right, right, him is right. And I let him know he's right. I'll be like, oh, you right. I don't see, let, me, let, me, let me tell you progression. She wouldn't have said that six years ago. It oh, wouldn't have been no. like, see, see, <laughs> everybody progresses. That's the whole point. You you have to, sometimes, like, it's like like little kids, you're trying to put the, the block, the little circle in the square. It's not it's not meant to be there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you gotta, it's got to go. It's not that it's not spot. spot. It's not your it's not moment in life. So, Brock, do you see yourself getting married? Uh, you know what? I was actually going to put my hat in the ring on this uh, particular topic because I was actually engaged at 24. And I was supposed to be married okay, at 25. Okay, what happened? And, you know, my relationships are a, a little different, but um, I was the most miserable I've ever been in my life because I wasn't ready to get Damn. married. And this the whole stability thing, like, I'm 31 now, and I'm still, like, there's still stuff that I was, like, dealing with in my 20s that I'm dealing with now. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I still feel like Agreed. I'm in my 20s. Like, there's, I just, like, to be with somebody for the rest of my life and, like, not be able to, you know, be with anybody else, that actually kind of, like, held me back i was like no i don't know if i want to do this i don't know i meant to have many lovers in my life and that just i couldn't get married so 
Do I, I love Brock. Brock like, um, actually, let's just put it out on the no, table. For none of that. For none of that. Well, I would like to get married to my current partner, um, but we still, you know, we're just still young and having fun. So I just, I don't know. I'm always going to be this way. You know what? Well, I feel like you should that. marry somebody who understands that you're going to be that way and is okay with you going, you being that way. Oh, like, he's I, fine with that. He's... I would love to marry the person who I'm with now um, because at the end of the day, we have our problems and he got shit that he hate and I got shit that I hate. But for the most part, we're not trying to change each other in that aspect of it. You know, Thanks. there are things that we want each other to do better at. Right. Like, you're trying to be better you're trying at to, this. You're trying to make you your know? partner better. That's, what, exactly. that's the connection. You make, your person, you make your partner better. That's yeah. what you need. That's also, key. Also, I feel like your partners will resent you when you put so much pressure on trying to be the person, trying to be everything for them. Like, I can't be everything for my partner. Like, my partner has different relationships with different people. We have our own set relationship. He's going to have a different relationship with his mom or like mm-hmm. his co-workers you can't be everybody or you can't be everything for everybody um so i feel like that's really what the thing was for me and my like engagement was like i started to resent him because he wanted to be you know i couldn't look at anybody else or i couldn't talk to anybody else unless it was him and i'm like no that's just not how the world works so no that's not that's hard that's Do controlling. That's un- that's toxic. It's unhealthy. I'm gonna tell you right now. Let a bitch okay. with a fat ass walk past me. Hey, listen, right? We both look at that ass. I don't even understand because my thing is, you can look, nigga. Just don't touch. I don't care who you look at. Like, who nah. cares? There's but- men. Minimum looking. Don't be disrespectful with your right. looking. But You're I mean, human, you, just, you have we have attraction to people, both men and women. That's like the your girl or your the girl not looking at a handsome man and thinking to herself like, "Damn, he fine." Like it happens, Joe. Just be respectful. Have boundaries. Don't act on whatever okay. it is that right. you're thinking. Like everything is not to the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> just send the picture to the just group chat. Right, just put it in the group chat. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody has said people be thinking like your face palm was a person. My God, right. <laughs> Jesus. Somebody has said um. When like it's not, I'm not worried about you going through my phone. I'm worried about you getting to them group chat messages. I don't need you to see that I called you a little bald head. <laughs> I don't need you to see that I got mad at you and called you all of mine. Like the group chat is we what don't need I'm to see that, right? That's right. Right there, man. Group chat is what helped me calm down before I get home. Before I don't want you to see it. I don't want you to see moment. Baby, I didn't went off on you in the group chat, but I didn't say it to your face. I was respectful to you. Exactly. Um, <laughs> you should be thanking the group chat. Thank the group chat. That's an argument. Exactly. Shout out to the group chat, though. Hey, I drink to the group chat, though. Drink to the group chat. Drink to the group chat, man. I bet. So, look, y'all, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, you'll hear from the business of the week and hey. the artist of the week. And then we'll get into our main topics. Why is it so difficult for people of color to set boundaries? So we'll be right back. Woo Chow. Today's episode of the Woo Chow Chronicles podcast is brought to you by Stamps.com. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. 
Stamps.com brings you the services of the U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a standard printer, child. No special supplies or equipment. Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send it. And you get an exclusive discount on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines, child. Listen, cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with my promo code POD, that's P-O-D, you get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale. Come on, baby. It don't get no easier than that. It's no long-term commitments or contracts. Just go to Stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in POD. That's P-O-D, POD. That's Stamp.com, promo code POD. Never go to the post office again. Woo, child. Y'all know what time it is. It's definitely time for that business of the week. This week's business of the week is Buttercream Beauty, owned and created by India Nicole, a homemade skincare collection promoting self-love and self-care because we all know how Cubana feel about that self-care, child. They are the dessert for your body. They serve face, lip, and body food for every mood because you deserve to treat yourself. So how can you get some of this lip, face, and body food? Simple. Go to buttercreambeauty.com or you can go to their Instagram page at buttercreambeauty. Woo child. Now it's time for Artist of the Week. The Artist of the Week is Ashley Lachelle with her new single, Back to Me. Check it out, y'all. Let me know if you like it.
Artist of the Week, Ashley Lachelle, with her new single, Back to Me. Let us know, are we downloading or deleting? Chab, welcome back, y'all. I hope y'all enjoyed the Business of the Week and Artist of the Week. Make sure you follow them on their social media and go support them however we told you to do so. All of the links are definitely in the summary box. Or if you are watching this on YouTube, just hit description and hit that little triangle arrow at the far right. Click that. It is on you all the information that you need for both the Artist of the Week and the Business of the Week. But let's get into... Uh -oh. The meat and potatoes child, which is pretty much why is it so difficult for people of color to set boundaries? And who says saying no is disrespectful? So I don't know who want to start. Actually, I'm going to start with sweets because we've had this conversation <laughs> before. Why do you think that it's so difficult for people of color to set boundaries? Okay, so I would me asking questions <laughs> um i guess i'm looking to specify boundaries as to general boundaries so that's just... a good question and so i would say personally just in this this for the basis of this conversation we'll say general boundaries but that does not exclude relationship boundaries that does not exclude friendship boundaries I feel like okay. boundaries, in, boundaries general. In, in general as a whole. Yeah, as a whole. Why do you think that it's... Got it. And I'll say this. The reason that this came up is because I've recently set a couple boundaries in my life, um, both with friendships and um, with with family that I've set the boundary for. Like, you know what? This is the line for me, and this is a hard line, and I'm no longer dealing with you because you continue to cross this line after I've told you multiple times that that's a line for me. Um, and it's caused a shit show in my family. Um, I've been called everything but the child of God. I'm disrespectful because this person is definitely an elder. But I'm done. I don't I don't care that you're an elder. I care about my sanity. I care about my kid being able to understand that it is okay to cut people off no matter who they are. Um, and so, like, for me, I feel like setting boundaries is something that I was not able to do because telling someone older than you or someone that's your elder in the black community is always deemed disrespectful. If I say no, if I don't want to do this or whatever, it comes off disrespectful. And I'm not sure where that came from. I mean, we can always, you know, tie everything to slavery. However, I feel like we've evolved so much since then. Why is this still an issue? I think that um, we got that from our elders being passed you just don't tell people no and it's, it's the same with everything else that gets passed down to us and now our generation is challenging those things like no so um when you said like setting boundaries with your family i can relate to that because um i set boundaries within my um my relationship with one of my sisters mm -hmm. and so it's just kind of like you get that whole y'all family, y'all blood, y'all this, y'all that. And it's just like, but no, like that's not an excuse for you to make me feel some type of way. That's not an excuse for me to continue to allow you to make me feel some type of way. Yeah. Like that's not okay. And I feel like um, it's really just, it's what was passed down to us. We don't know yeah. where it came from. We, we was taught it. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. It was just taught it from our mama who took got it from her mama. And it's just that we're now the generation that's challenging all right. these things. And it's hard because we now have to convince our elders that this is a thing now and you can't talk to me like that. Mm-hmm. The same way I have to set boundaries with my mom. Um, kid you not, I had made a statement to her. I'm like, you're making an inaccurate accusation about me and that's, I need you to stop doing it. Like, stop mm. assuming you know what's going on over here. And she has to be able to accept that knowing that I'm a grown woman and I have the right to don't say those type of things, mm. don't make those type of accusations. It's new for them because she would never talk to her mama like that. Right, 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 right. So right. we're breaking, we're breaking yeah, those, those type, yeah. Curses, those generational curses. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to come to you last, Brock, just because... Both of us are um, technically biracial. Um, so I want to come to us last. Um, but Kasha, so why yes, do ma'am. you think, why do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I just said, yes, ma'am. I've done. I love you so much. I've done nothing. I've done nothing. <sighs> all, all I simply said was yes, ma'am. So why do you think that, um, setting boundaries is so difficult within our community especially with you having such a great you have a great blended family so why do you think that that is such an issue for us i think the uh the main discrepancy on boundaries comes with uh the whole let's say the question is all right let's talk about we need to set a boundary on exhibit a i guess Mm -hmm. you know the two people, they might not even agree to what that initial surface level is. So if you're not even uh, agreeing at a surface level what the basis of the boundary could be, you're, you're on a faulty, on a faulty, um, you're on a slippery slope. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, I'm trying to think of a poor choice of words, but like, a ba- if you're trying to build a house, it's a, a poor base, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you're, not, you're, not, you're not, that, 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 Right there, I found out. Like you don't so, even know why the right, boundary you know needs saying? to like, be set. Yeah, right. you're saying you're saying like, hey, you know, I don't want you to come home past a certain time. You know, I'm, I'm not saying I'm saying like I'm, I'm just just throwing out this first thing that came to mind. Mm-hmm. And then you say, and then the person responds, okay, what's a reasonable time for you? You know, what I'm saying you say, okay, four. You say no, that's unreasonable. Okay, you're right. You know, I'm X Y Z, maybe twelve. Okay, no, I, I I don't go out sometimes to so whatever X Y Z maybe one okay so there's there's some sort of compromise there, mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying there's a there's a rebuttal as opposed to most people want to when it comes to a boundary somebody wants to feel like they have the leg up you know what i'm saying like or at the end of the day i you know i i i have i i, I want to feel like i have the the biggest slice of the pie as opposed to a boundary should really be 50 50 if you really being realistic you both bring something to it you know, say as opposed to most people, and sad to say, especially in the black community, like they want to feel like they're not getting got. They're not, they, you're not getting got. Yeah, you don't want to so, feel like right. You know what I'm saying? You don't but I think like there's more so like out. I do agree with you. I do think that's like a relationship boundary. Like when it comes to relationships, and there's a boundary, everybody want to feel like they're compromising. Nobody want to feel like what my boundary is. Right. Well, I'm not getting nothing out the. Mm-hmm. I'm not getting nothing out the deal. Correct. Okay, I, I feel you on that. Okay, so. Brock, growing up, 
biracial, two different households. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know about Brock's past life, go listen to some of them past episodes because I love Brock. But <laughs> I love you too. I love you too. When, how, how was that with you being able to set boundaries? I know you have a black mom and a white dad, mm-hmm. and we both know those are two totally different cultural raisings. So how did that go? That's two sides of point. To the um, point, so- yeah. <laughs> I love, love, love my mom. I am her child, but with the boundaries set in my mom's household, the boundaries were those four walls. That she just set. I'm like, my mom was like, you were going to live in a black household. And so the boundaries that were set were like, she needed to know who I was talking to, where I was going, who I was talking on the phone with. Um, so I was always like, uh, she kept just like I don't want to say like strict, but she kept like a little tighter leash on me. Um, and you know I kind of do appreciate it now as an adult because you know who knows who I could have been like running the streets with because you know I don't know these people back in the day like that. Um, but also at the same time, like my mom would like tell my business to like other family members. Ooh, um, and it That's was always okay. like it's not nah, okay. It's always nah, seen nah, as like disrespectful nah, right. to like talk back or like disrespect your elders, but like. For like black parents, they see talking back as disrespect, but no, you're actually disrespecting me. You're disrespecting my space. Like even though I'm younger and I'm not, you know, at an adult, you know, capability level of comprehending certain things, like I'm still a human being. I still have feelings. Like um, so, I did kind of like rebel Defense. a little when I. Yeah, thank you. I kind of rebelled a little when I was younger. I was like, I was not the greatest kid, but like now as an adult, um, I've had to like work through those emotions and those, you know those boundaries i'm like i'm now just in my 30s really starting to learn the technique of cutting bitches off like yes exactly i don't know what's going on in the world where like 24 hours in a day just is not enough anymore and like i don't want to get my energy to people because i don't even have enough time for myself so i don't mind hitting the block button on anybody um i don't need to be readily available even though i have my phone on me all the time i don't need to text you back right away like i had to like learn like i definitely would do that because you text you, yeah, you respond right. I don't, because, I, I'm not obligated to talk to you, bro. You, thank at you. All. But I, I used to feel that I was. I used to feel that, like, oh, now that I've seen this message, and it would cause me anxiety because I felt like I needed to, you know, give myself to. No, I needed to be a people pleaser. <laughs> I don't mind cutting people off now, but that's just something that, like, I had to grow out of. And like living in a black household, like my dad was actually kind of strict on that same level too. Now mm. I saw the rest of those white kids in middle school and high school running a fucking mud. Um, they would be doing like those. ecstasy in the bathroom and heroin like, <laughs> and like overdosing and like, their moms and dads are like, oh yeah, that's just a regular Tuesday for Billy and Susie. Like, oh, no, wow. they're out here <laughs> running. <laughs> out here, out here. So, <laughs> so I'm technically considered multiracial, right? Like biracial, whatever. However, if you go to the Latin community, I am not considered biracial. I'm just considered an Afro-Latina. So I'm not really considered like, oh, you're black and Cuban. It's like, that's an American way. If, if I go to Cuba, they're going to be like, oh, you just, you're an Afro-Latina or whatever. Ain't no boundaries. It ain't no boundaries in the Latin community when they come to your family. And there's definitely not any boundaries in the black community. Um, one thing I can say is how, though that I've gotten older, my mom does respect my boundaries now that I'm an adult. Um, however, I am a very matter-of-fact 
um, for lack of a better words, person. So you have to say what you mean and mean what you say with me. I'm not reading between the lines. If you sugarcoat some shit, I'm not finna listen to you. You need to tell me what it is. Be direct with me because I'm going to be direct with you. And if I feel that being direct with you is not necessarily the way to go, I'll tell you, you know, I'm not sure if this should come from me. Let me come back and talk to you. Um, so with that being said, because that's my personality, my boundaries are pretty much the same. Very cutthroat. Leave me alone. I said what I said. I, I got it. Um, my son, and they always say, you like, you be trying to beat the you out your kids. My son is so much like me, how I am as an adult. He's not like how I was as a child. He is very much like his mom. So it's like, when he said what he said, like he got friends right now. I don't know some of these kids, but I know we got beef with them. We ain't fucking with them. Cause he set his boundary, they crossed it. I told y'all to stop calling me this many times because y'all get me in trouble and y'all kept doing it. So now you're blocked. And now you can't call me anymore. And I just see your ugly ass at school. And I be like, damn, boom, like, you know, that was so harsh. And he was like, well, he's not listening to me as a friend. Shout out to the young king on that one. <laughs> right? Shout out to the young king on that one. You know, and I feel like, and like we said, Bravo. the generational difference is really what it is. My mom would never tell her mom, I'm getting off the phone with you right now because you're getting on my nerves. My mama would never say that to her mother. Mm -hmm. However, me on the phone with my no. mama, girl, I'm finna get off the phone with you because this you is exactly what I had to tell my mama. I had to tell my mama that because tell she, mama that. I would call my mama and I would need to because not it's just my nature to call her, get <laughs> advice, and talk to her. But then my mama will go off on these and she will start saying stuff that don't make sense or she'll start taking it somewhere that it ain't supposed to go. And mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm already in this mindset and I'm just like, you know what? I just, I need to get off the phone with you right now because I'm not agreeing with what you're saying. And I don't, I don't want to well, be, so I don't want to. nice about it. Because I still respect my mama. I still I respect too. her. And I just oh. let her know right now, I can't, I'm not agreeing with what you're saying and I got to get off the phone. And she, okay. And I hang up and I'll probably call her back when I'm in a clear mindset. Like when you said this, that aggravated me and it made me upset. Mm. And we have this relationship where she didn't have with her mom. I will call my mama out on stuff that she said to me and just be like, you're, you're kind of making the situation worse. So you hurt my feelings when you said that. Mm. And she's now at the point where she's learning to just be like, I'm sorry. Instead of I'm your mama, I could say what I want to say. You better not do. No, my mama is learning to say I'm sorry, and yeah. so I shouldn't have said that. And yeah, my mom is a little bit older at your old age. I will agree with you on that point. She's got yeah, a lot my, better. My mom. I have a sister. I actually have two sisters and a brother. I'm the oldest of three. Um, my two youngest. I didn't grow up in a household with them, so. Our boundaries are slightly different because we met as adults. So our boundaries are different because we met when we knew what we wanted from that relationship, right? Whereas like my sister don't have no boundaries. She say all kinds of dumb ass shit. And I'll be like, I'm gonna call you back. I still ain't called her back. I've been calling her back for three days. <laughs> I have not called her back. Um, because she just I got on my nerves so bad talking about call my your sister, man. Call your sister, man. No, she was speaking on my no, uterus. I, I just think that's ghetto. <laughs> Like, I don't need you to speak on my uterus. Like, no, ma'am. Like, why did this become a thing? Why is this okay? And then I'm telling her, like, yeah, no, I'm not sure why y'all think this is okay. 
Well, I already prayed to God. Okay, well, guess what, bitch? You can go to hell because I'm getting <laughs> off the fucking phone because I told you already you see, that this was a boundary for me. Kashi, you're one of the reasons why we're having this conversation in the first place because she is Ooh. not wrong for cutting her. She is not wrong for setting that boundary and you want some call your sister, call your sister. I'll call her when I want to. When I'm I'll ready. When I want to. When I'm ready to come back into this energy and you ready to be more, you the reason. Making people feel bad for saying oh, that. You can't make me feel bad. So don't be like, okay. I yield. Mother be real quick to that show, sister. That's family. That's blood. That's all you got. And while that's true, why does that make this person? Why does Who that validate that's all how I they got treat me? All Who I did was say, that? call your sister. I ain't calling her. I thought I was gonna call her back. I still ain't calling her back. <laughs> I'm gonna know though who who came up with the ideal that family was all we had. That's no longer an accurate conversation. Like that's not an accurate statement. Family isn't all I have. I have friends that are closer to me than my family. I have friends that treat me better than my family. I have friends that will drop everything that they're doing in that current moment that if I was stranded, they would send their husbands to come and get me. Like I don't have family that can necessarily say does those things for me. But setting back, okay. So, Brock, you don't have any children, but do you have nieces and nephews? Um, I do. My sister, my sister has two kids, but they're like grown. So, my niece, Damn. one of my nieces just turned 21, and the other one's 16. Oh, that's right. Because you and your sister had a big difference between yeah, y'all. Right? So yeah. Me and my sister are 13 years apart. Um, and then Ooh, me and that's my sister are apart. <laughs> that's gonna be my ghetto ass son he'll be like my, my brother old enough to be my my child because <laughs> i've been chilling okay so okay so everyone has had a child somewhere in their in their life is it okay for your kids to set those boundaries with you or do you deem it disrespectful when they be like no i'm not doing it Okay. <laughs> because your baby, your baby sets boundaries. My baby, I don't, and like you said, my baby is pull up a little me bit. and my mm-hmm. adult self, mm-hmm. right? The little mouth on that four-year-old. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so sometimes it's, it is okay for her to tell me no. Mommy, no, I don't want to wear that. I want to wear this. Okay. Mm-hmm. And for me, it's just kind of like making sure that she knows she has freedom of choice. She has a freedom. She, she can, you know, she can say how she feels. Mm. However, <laughs> there are times where I do feel disrespected. If I tell you, you t- it's time to go get in the tub. Are you telling me no? I don't understand. Like, no, there's not a boundary. You're being disrespectful. I told you something to do. Right. And so, um, I think that there's a fine line when it comes to parenting, like understanding when your child legitimately has the right to feel the way that they feel and have the right to say, no, no, I don't want to go there. No, I don't want, like, I don't want to, I don't want to do this. That doesn't make me happy. I don't want to ride in a car with you while you go around this, this, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's just what are, what is the situation? Yeah, Yeah. it's circumstantial. Mm -hmm. Everything is not disrespectful. 
Just because okay. I told you, no, I don't want to eat Fruit Loops this morning, I'm not trying to come at you as my mama. I'm not in the mood for Fruit Loops. <laughs> How about you make some pancakes? Umba right? gobble juice. Exactly. No, I'm not okay. hungry. What you mean you ain't hungry? Like, I just... <laughs> that shit don't make no sense to me. Okay, so Carson, you got like 90, 11 kids. <laughs> so like, is it okay for them to set boundaries? <laughs> boundaries? Ain't no boundaries in your house? Nah, there's boundaries. Um, I will replace the word opinions. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I never let any of my kids have, you know, not, don't have an opinion. You know what I'm saying? I can say, hey, I need this to be done. And they can be like, man, all right, whatever. You know what I'm saying? And later might say, hey, you know, I respect you and say I did X, Y, Z, but I feel that this could have been said differently or you could have said this differently. You know, I still give you the respect to do what's told, but I don't want to let you know this made me feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. or I'm not uncomfortable or I didn't like this. That's an opinion. Mm-hmm. That's fair. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't feel, I ain't gonna have no kid tell me, okay, and you don't, you, you can't come in my room at a certain point. The fuck? Like, 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 no, that's, 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 it's absurd mm-hmm. to me. You know what I'm saying? It's absurd. It's not okay, so okay, okay. So wait, I'm I'm gonna stop you right there. Okay, so Brad, you have nieces and nephews. Have they set boundaries with you? I mean, I know they grown for the most um, part. Um, yes and no because I used to babysit them all the time. Um, but we would, I would just kick it with them. We was just watching like Family Guy and Adult Swim. <laughs> 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 it wasn't really like I it was wasn't that cool deep. One. Yeah, it was never cool, really that right. deep. Is it? Yeah, I was the cool one. They, right, because I'm going to say, if your niece okay. is 21 and you 31, <laughs> that 10-year gap, you was more like the cool big brother. It pretty right. much. Yeah. So my, my, my sister was always like, they're always asking you. Helped, you, you, helped like, out in the, you helped out in the clutch. That's why. <laughs> yeah. You helped out yeah. in the clutch. That was your role. She was so mad at me for letting them watch the boondocks one clutch. night. <laughs> she was that was mine. Was right there. Um, my uncle is 10 years. My youngest uncle is 10 years. My mom has eight brothers. So to throw that out there, to you have a family, I go, damn. You keep, you keep uh, talking about me every five seconds. You got a whole team over there. I don't have a team. Let's be very clear. My granny had a team. I have a team of one. I got one kid. That's the Martin the first time. Won't do that again. It's all the same thing. Hell no. It's not. I didn't have no eight kids. She in the upper right hand corner. I'm not trying to hear none of that shit. None of that shit. I'll say for real, I'm the one person that moved out of my family, so I wasn't really like around them. Not you moved out the family, (laughs) Bob. I was the only one that just like I'm I'm on the other side of the the United States. (laughs) They're all still together. Oh, all right, because yeah, because you on one coast and they on another. Yeah, I've been I've moved out of the house since I was 20, so I've been gone. Facts. Okay, so my son is allowed to set boundaries. My boyfriend did not understand that shit when he first came around. He's like, what the fuck is happening up in this house? <laughs> but he realized very quickly that me and my son um, and Sweets, caution you too. Brock, I feel like I was still pregnant when you were here. Um, They have been able to see the relationship with my kid and myself. Absolutely. Indeed. That's my home. Love That's my it. homie to the dirt. Salute. And he's allowed to set boundaries. 
my mom came over one day and she went to his room and she twisted the knob. She did not. She didn't do anything. She just went and twisted the knob, but the door was locked. And she was like, since when is it okay for him to lock his door? And I was like, since he lived in my house. And I was like, that whole black people, you can't close the door. You can't lock the door. Like, I was like, that's weird to me. He just got out the shower and came into his room to change his clothes. If he feels like he wants to lock the door, he should be allowed to do so. However, my real issue is with you. Why did you find it okay to come in my house and twist the knob to his door and then get mad that his door is locked? He locked it because he knew you was coming. And he wasn't ready. <laughs> so it's like, I don't understand. Like, it's okay for him to have those boundaries. And I feel like for me, because I didn't have those boundaries as a kid, I allow him to do so. So, like, today we had a rough game. He had a rough what is the worst thing he could be doing in his room? Let's be very sure. You're so upset that it's it, it ain't no girl. Like, in he there. in that by himself. I can understand, like, because even though Nadia is four, like when she wants to go in her room and close the door, I don't close your door. I don't want to hear all that anyway. I close <laughs> it. Part. But when she has company and friends over, no, that door needs door to open. stay open. Yeah, that's different. So I'm like, I'm not that's the understand only the time no, where no, your no, boundaries. No, no. Yeah, that's the only time for me where your boundaries don't matter. When we, when I have other children in this household, those, oh, those rules, those di rules disappear because now I'm responsible for somebody else's kid. I need to hear, yeah. see, and know what the hell's going on. Open his door. The difference is that my son has a basketball hoop that goes on the back of his door. He like, we can't play basketball. Lift the door. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to <laughs> tell you because I need to. That's like the one thing. But even his friends, when he come over, like, I've had his friends come up to me and be like, we love coming over here because you just kind of, like, let us do us. And I was like, what you mean? And he was like, you're not yelling at us. You ain't making us do this other stuff. Like, you just kind of letting us do us. And then, like, you come in there and be like, are you hungry? And then you feed us. And then you continue to let us do us. Because for me, it's just kind of like, my kid is an only child one. I can't control how other kids are raised. But I can only control the experience that they have in this house. And Agreed. I need you to understand that you may not be able to express your boundaries at your home. However, this is a safe place. And in this safe place, you're allowed to set those boundaries. And I think it's okay. I love that. Yeah. yeah. Baby, his friend sent me first day of school pictures. I was about the only mama that got first day of school pictures <laughs> with my, all my fun friends. I got red. I'm like, Bravo to you, mom. Six, three old. No, it's his friends. <laughs> so it's just like, for me, like I said, I didn't have a safe place. I made a lot of dumbass decisions growing up because I didn't have a safe place. And I didn't, the boundary was, I'm your mama, you don't talk to me about certain shit. So when I was ready to have sex, that's not a conversation I had with my mom, you know? And I made dumbass decisions because of it. Whereas if that was, if that boundary wasn't there, I probably would have felt more comfortable coming to talk to her about it. Whereas my son gonna come up to me and say the most obscene shit and I'd be like, um, maybe you should talk to your daddy. Did you call your daddy? Because I don't, <laughs> don't want to talk to you about it. 
I don't How know. convenient. <laughs> Man. How convenient. You know, it's like a it's a it's a double edged sword when you had a type of relationship with your kid. Because my yeah. kid will come and There's be a like a whole other side that we haven't even touched. It's a okay. whole other side that we ain't like, even <laughs> When it came to boundaries with our parents and stuff like that, they were so hard and stern because there was no such thing as being your friend. Yeah. Like what? So understanding your feelings and your bound, like what upset you or where you were uncomfortable, like that don't matter. Like it didn't necessarily matter because I'm your parent. You live here under my rules. Whereas we kind of have, um, like Cubana said, it's a different type of connection you have with your son. And um, I have seen it. And that's something that I'm aspiring to have with my daughter. I want her to be comfortable to talk to me about certain things and to understand, just like Kivana said, this is a safe space. Like, you're okay here. Um, so, I, I yeah. That's my baby. I love him so much. He got oh, my God. Today. I remember one time on Snap. Oh, I will never forget that Snap. Y'all was playing um, Had and Seek with Walkie Talkies. Oh, Yeah. <laughs> He was like, it's, he was like, ten four, ten four. He was like running through the house trying to get the time. <laughs> so we 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 love games and movies in my house. Like Friday, my son wants to see Candyman so bad. He somebody showed him the original, so now he wants to see the remake. And his dad was like, "Well, I already saw it, so I ain't going to see it again." Where I'm not that parent, I would go see a movie seven hundred times because my kid want to go see it. Like I don't give a damn if we know all the words. We're going to sing all the songs to Coco because we've seen it 997 times. It's fine. It's whatever. But he wants to go see Candyman. Well, you know, we have Candyman on a streaming, one of them streaming sites, things, whatever. Well, now Friday is a big family night where we are cooking and we're going to have popcorn and M&Ms and Twizzlers. Like, so that was a part of the grocery trip today. Like all of the things that we need for our Friday night family night. And so when I told him, I was like, well, you told me that you wanted to see Candyman. And so, you know, I talked to, I talked to my boyfriend and like, we're going to do this, that. He's super geek. Oh my God. Can this person come? Can that person come? Like he knows like, oh, I told my mom this thing and she put stuff in motion to be able to get me that thing. And that's my homie. It's a dirt. So... I was ready to oh, fight yeah, the ref for him today, y'all. He got fouled <laughs> and he fell bow, down bow. on the floor and he hurt his arm and the ref didn't call a foul and the kids were still playing. So my ignorant ghetto ass then stood up. I'm like, <laughs> so we just gonna play over him? Y'all see he fucking hurt? Like, I'm mad as hell. And all the other parents was like, but she right Superman. though. Like, y'all can let them play over your kids, but they not gonna play over mine. Right. Like, the hell. The ref just kind of looked at me. Nigga, call up, blow your whistle. Why you got it? Why you even got the whistle? They was like, she's going to get kicked out. I probably will <laughs> eventually. But I don't play about that one. And I'm okay with him setting boundaries because I wasn't allowed to. But with that being said, we're going to go ahead and wrap it up. So, um, let's start with Sweet since she's our <laughs> newbie. Sweets, where people catch you at? Oh, this is my favorite. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all can follow me on Twitter at Ayo Sweets with three O's. Um, I'm also on Instagram at Ayo Sweets one O. Um, and I am on Facebook at LB Sweets. Oh, Sweets. 
And Caution, where can they find you at? Name as is on Twitter. Pretty much it. I don't do I don't do Instagram, so Caution not on one Twitter. Okay, we gotta get his password, y'all. So y'all I gotta get my Twitter back, man. I gotta get my Twitter back, man. It'd be a little bit more fun with my Twitter. But I don't do Instagram at all. And Mr. Who brought James? Who brought James? <laughs> Where can find you at, boo? Yeah. All right, you can find me at Who Brock James on Instagram. I do have my own podcast as well at the Split Check. You already know, Kibana. It's hard trying to produce this shit, so I'm trying to. Get, I'm gearing up for season two. Um, so yes. to, stay tuned for that. Um, you can also find. I love Twitter, so you can also find me on Twitter. You know, my running them up on there. Um, I get, who back to get on Twitter. It's get Twitter. On Twitter. I know you're trying to get your followers back. If you're listening, if you go ahead and search us on Facebook, the Wu Chow Chronicles Facebook group, we really go down in that group. We have a lot of dope little questions that we post every day. Um, one of the questions was, What's the social media app that you would get rid of? And when people start saying Twitter, we start coming up like, Hold on, that's what people have to say. Hold on, whoa, whoa, we gotta, we gotta stand up as a black man and say, okay. black Twitter is one of the goats. Everything goes viral from Black Twitter. Like, why are you Black Twitter is everything. I love Black Twitter, and I don't understand anybody who would want to get rid of Twitter. Let me tell y'all about Black Twitter, though, real quick. I had an old boss who was white, and I was like, well, on Black Twitter, and he was like, what the fuck is Black Twitter? It's just Twitter. And so when I showed him my Twitter feed compared to his Twitter feed, he was like, oh, I said, yeah, my shit, I'm in Black Twitter. I don't know what fucking Twitter feed is. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what the Black hell. Twitter is this whole other planet. It, it, Shout out to Black Twitter. Lizzo trending right now. Lizzo is trending right now on my side. I don't know what's happening on that other side. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Shout out to Black Twitter, man. Man, I swear. But listen, y'all already know, y'all can find me at Cubana Kiss on everything, Twitter, TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. I'm literally on everything, and I'm kind of funny. Um, so make sure y'all hit us up on there. Like I said, search the Wu Chow Chronicles Facebook group, and all you got to do is answer the questions. Really, all you got to do is say you agree to follow the goddamn rules, and we're going to let you in. <laughs> that part. You just got to follow the rules, and we're going to let you in. I'm going I'm to do a little no. <laughs> well, people have been getting in Facebook jail for some like not anything. Speak. Yeah, that's <laughs> why that. when they said when I posted what now. Facebook, they said what social media group you would get rid of Facebook easily. Exactly. We gotta don't go. do all that sensitivity and that shit. Like, that's that too. Like, we had a girl go to Facebook jail in our group because she said she don't fight no more. She just shoot people, and they said she was inciting violence. Against who? They, they definitely locked up for that, though. Locked her up for that game last three days. Three days big. Gave her the Nelson Mandela. Three <laughs> <kids>. <laughs> <laughs> I love Not y'all so. so much. Listen, make sure if you are listening that you will go ahead and give us a thumbs up and write a review on your favorite social Please media. Do. I mean, your favorite podcast hosting site. Write a review. Let us know how you feel about us. That's how we get noticed by people who we need to get noticed by. If you are listening to this on YouTube, make sure you hit like and subscribe, okay? And go ahead and follow the page. Until then, y'all, T-T-Y-L. Mwah.